Whitelist.io Kia ora koutou, ko Courtney Toku Ingoa. And hello everyone, my name is Courtney. I am a mindset, mindfulness and self-development coach from Ototahi Christchurch in New Zealand, if you can't tell from the extremely strong accent. Sometimes I'll go into an Australian accent because some of my family live there and a lot of the people I work with, coaches and mentors, also from Australia. So just going to preempt, that is why sometimes there is a bit of a twang from from business as usual. This podcast going into season three, which is very exciting. And I'm intuitively leading this podcast to just follow the season that I'm in, which is really cool to bring you guys along. If you have been here since the very start of season one, end of 2022, you will know that there has just been so much exciting stuff for the podcast. And season three is bringing a new intentionality around bringing back those teaching elements, mixing them in with what season two was, which was all about normalizing spits of conversations and having conscious and vulnerable connections. I am so excited to bring you the blend and just bring you guys along for the ride as what this podcast is constantly evolving into. It's just, just the most magical journey and I'm so grateful for you here, for your energy and let's get into it. Open your mind, stay grounded, stay connected to what is for you, what isn't, what's resonating, and maybe what is something for you to put in your toolbox for later on in life. Let's get into it. Alrighty team, this episode is, I can already tell it's going to probably be one of my favorite episodes to date and... This is because we're going to be talking about the power of vulnerability. And when I was in my running my RPE course, I had this really powerful question from one of the girls inside around building internal safety and around building, wanting to be vulnerable, but how to build that safety, how to build that internal power. And I was just like, this is probably one of the most in questions I think any any human in my opinion can ask themselves about how vulnerable they truly are how empowered they truly feel to to share their emotions to to open up to do all of the things and 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 really feel like connected in that way rather than feel this this disconnect and unsafety and I was like yeah this this needs to be a whole podcast episode because yeah if you don't know, I I record these podcast episodes. I've got no notes. I literally just riff for like half an hour. So who knows what's going to come out? But I just I just know I have a bit to say on this episode on this podcast because this is this is kind of my bread and butter. Like grit and compassion, yes, but also matching that with vulnerability. I feel like this has been this has been my work for a very long time and I and I honestly believe this will be my work for the rest of my life like if you haven't heard my tagline on route to becoming (laughs) and committed to becoming the most vulnerable bitch you've ever met um hi (laughs) that is me because this was such a it was just a straight wound like it actually was just like calling it what it is 
that's what it was and yeah I just wanted to package this and a episode for you if you like this episode I would highly 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 recommend getting in unfuckable radical growth which is my free three-day course and the link is in the show notes if you go to the coach by coco community the facebook community it is all in there and all of the the comments and you can share your insights and stuff with the other girls inside and i i feel like it's just very like it's it's three three very potent teachings over three days and it's all accessible to you so i just want to invite you into that space as well if this lands and it's aligned i feel like this that's kind of just like the texture of what i'm going to teach you uh, what i'm going to talk to today which is really cool so where i want to start the conversation with vulnerability is that we as human beings we have a few things that we need for our survival we have connection with other human beings right if we don't have connections we will die they've done studies with with babies and it's trigger warning horrific um but they back in the day obviously but they did these these scientific studies with babies and they had some babies that were with a robot mum who didn't give any warmth or love or care or attention but they gave them everything else they needed to survive so your other two things which are obviously food and and shelter somewhere somewhere safe to to live and, and be sheltered from the world and this connection piece that they gave half the babies to these robot mums and then half the babies to they were monkeys they were not real babies baby monkeys baby monkeys preface (laughs) but they gave half of them to like robot mums and then half of them to like like real mothers like like their mothers and they were suckling and they had all that warmth and care and connection and the ones that had the robot mums the, the babies died like they actually died because they weren't connected to they didn't have that human connection that we crave yeah we crave it because it's essential and fucking required for our survival <laughs> like it is actually required for our survival so when when I open up the conversation around vulnerability I like to preface it with that and I know it's a bit like whoa that's fucking intense but it's like yeah it is intense <laughs> because it's a really big part of who we are as human beings and who we are what what we're here to do is we crave attention because it's required for our survival so when we have the conversation around vulnerability what is vulnerability vulnerability is opening ourselves up to wounding opening ourselves up to being pushed out of the group of being um abandoned of being the word vulnerability literally means to be open to be wounded and when we think about our, our current our conscious awareness as to what connection means for us, connection means to be for survival in the group, accepted, liked. So your people pleasing, your tendencies to get everyone to agree, to agree with everyone, all of those things come from this innate requirement for your survival <laughs> back in the day, because otherwise you would be shunted out of the group and you would probably get eaten by a tiger or something. So not the vibe. But and nowadays we look at connection and when I when I look at connection and we're related to vulnerability we see people pleasing we see the surface level connection we see us being having lots of friends and having lots of people around us as connection 
and we see the level of the surface level of our, our friendships or that the levels to which our friendships are is uh, the value is the multitude rather than the depth and that, that is one way to see to see the world and probably for most I would say for most people that that is how they say it and when we look to true genuine connection true genuine connection is vulnerable connection is honest and vulnerable connection that is depth and that is genuine connection because you can have like it's that cheesy saying like you can have a thousand people in a room and still feel lonely and it's like yeah because you're not actually energetically connected to anyone else through your values through your vulnerability through your your journey you're not connected to them by any way unless you're i don't know at a, like a blind conference and you're fucking at some personal development thing then of course queen but like a thousand strangers you're not connected to any of them but you are in proximity to them but why do we not feel why do we still feel lonely why do we still feel like we're not connected why do we still feel unfulfilled in our relationships because we're so afraid of being vulnerable and we're so afraid of being vulnerable and being seen in that light and then being open to be wounded being pushed out of the group and being more quote-unquote lonely than we ever thought we could be and that's what we fear we fear and we have learned over conditioning that it's not safe to be vulnerable that it's not safe and this is your experience i don't want to project this on you as your experience but i i speak from i speak from if you're listening to this episode i want to speak to your heart so if this doesn't resonate with you take it as like a take what you will from this teaching but this is for a specific type of person who wants to do their work around vulnerability so not to project that these are all the things that you have but i just want to not a disclaimer but i'm just like maybe this doesn't relate to you and that's actually fine and you just get to listen to this and that's actually perfect so just a preface but for the people that this is for this is for your fucking heart to to crack open and like that is that is the episode we're going to be having right now so we at some point in our journey we learn that it is not safe to fully express our emotions to be fully seen in all of ourselves. we come into the world with all emotions with all traits with all ways of being and we choose which ones are going to be loved and accepted and give us survival perceived to give us survival and the ones in which we're like no one fucking likes those we're going to hide them down we're going to suppress and we're just going to put them way back in the shadow we're just going to let them hang out there and fester for years under the carpet rug on a completely different episode but when we when we see that we have perceived and chosen for survival to do the things that allow us to keep in the circle to keep in the group it's not usually vulnerability that comes into that mix when we're unaware of it <laughs> but when we're aware of the depth the connection and the genuine fulfillment of our relationships and also the relationship with ourselves to be vulnerable with ourselves and being honest then we start to see that it's not so much the the amount it's not so much the the, the multitude it's the depth and the genuine nature and the honesty of our connections and we're going to be vulnerable in this episode because it's literally an episode on vulnerability but this 
for me, this started when I was around nine or 10 years old. Around nine or 10. It was probably before, but this is the first time I kind of like remember it, right? And I remember my parents had just got divorced and my mom had taken me and my sister away. Like she'd taken us up to my grandparents to, so that we could be safe there and then she could come back and sort out everything with my dad and have the whole like adult hoo-ha. And I remember sitting, driving in that car. It's like, it's a fucking long way. <laughs> but I remember driving in that car and just having this like nine-year-old moment of going like, fuck, I've got to have my shit together. I can't be the one that breaks down in this moment. I have to be the one that holds everything inside because if I don't, then the world, this is what I perceived and I remember this moment so vividly. If I don't hold everything together, then everything's going to fall apart. I can't be vulnerable. I can't share my emotions. I can't break down. That is, that is, that is my truth, my nine-year-old truth. And I was being praised for, from that moment. I decided that for myself, that was my belief. And that's what I chose to gain love and attention and acceptance. And I got it. I got so much attention from being, I remember being like 11 or 12 or 13, so young and people saying, oh, you're so brave and oh, you're, you keep it so well together and um, you're so mature for your age. You're so wise and you're so this, that. And I got a lot of evidence and I got a lot of love from not being the person that fell apart, from not being the person that shared what was happening to me, um, how I actually felt, how things were actually crumbling like behind the scenes and that narrative carried through for my entire adult life until I was about I would say 20 24 25 so I lived like 16 years of my life with this with this narrative that it wasn't safe to open up and be vulnerable and share what was actually going on inside my mind and it's funny now because I sit here I'm I'm a coach I literally hold space for people to do this and I am one of the most vulnerable people you will meet if you if I trust you and you're a safe person and we're having this conversation then I'll tell you anything from a very grounded and powered place which we're going to touch on later on but there was a lot of work to be done (laughs) there was a lot of work to be done and I had this 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 moment when I was about 21 I was in my first semester of uni to give some context your honey was not the same honey that we were when we were 21. We were not the same girly. <laughs> we would not, we were not on the same vibe. We were still, you know, reading all the self-development books, listening to podcasts, doing all of the stuff. I'd have been immersing myself in this world for, for like 10 years at this point. But the action was not there. But the, the seeds were constantly being planted and I was interested in it. I was studying psychology at the time alongside my ecology degree. So we were still in the world, but we were definitely not living in alignment and embodiment of of what I was learning, which is cool to see. But the 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 life I was living at that at that moment was binge drinking like three to four nights a week, which I was like, wow, crazy. I would die. I would actually die if I did that now. Don't know how I did it. Um, so strong, but but not the vibe, and living in living somewhere and feeling very 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 fucking lonely 
even though I was with people that were my friends and I've been friends with for a very long time, I inside I felt so fucking lonely and so disconnected from myself. And I didn't see this at the time because I didn't have the self-awareness or the safety for my ego to actually show me that, that that's what that's what my reality was. And now I look back and I go, oh girl, oh girl, we were numbing some shit and we were the number one carpet, sweep, carpet sweeper. But going from this point, that that is kind of how my my life operated. I, I still I would find myself only finding myself being able to open up and be vulnerable and have very deep conversations at two a.m. having a deep and meaningful and staying like meeting some random stranger, <laughs> literally meeting some random stranger at a party, and all my friends would go and get like drunk food, and I'd stay and talk to them for like two hours about their life. This was when my coaching started. Like, can we just take a moment? Like, there will always be trickles of evidence of what you are meant to do, your soul's purpose in this world, in this life, if you look hard enough. Like, I honestly believe that. And that is just, that was not a rare occurrence. And, but that's where my level of vulnerability was. That's where it's at. Was only when I was really, really drunk and only with kind of like random strangers. Um, Because if they rejected me and I was like, okay, cool doesn't matter I just met them anyway it's fine I tell random strangers more than I would tell my own friends because of that fear oh I have to be the person that has it all together I'm the person that everyone comes to for advice for wisdom for things and I can't be the person that falls apart and when I did I secluded myself and then I felt lonely so it's this constant vicious cycle especially when my mum got diagnosed with breast cancer at the start of that third year of uni and I imploded internally <laughs> to the point of I can't I dissociated a lot of the memories from that time I can barely remember that six months of my life and I was 21 and slowly like piecing those pe- back together has been so healing and so beautiful and I remember going okay cool I'm, I'm the awareness I have now of that time was I was so in denial as to what was happening and, and mum was living in a different country like she still does and I ended up doing like almost double papers at uni and I worked pretty much full time. I was working like probably 40 plus hours a week. If I could, I would work more <laughs> and doing double papers at uni. And I put myself in a, in a vortex and not a fun fucking growth expensive one. I put myself in a state of distraction and dissociation so that I didn't have to look at where I would have to look at my own feelings and be vulnerable with myself, but also, oh, if I stopped and thought about it for a second, I might have to ask someone for help. I might have to ask someone, I might have to tell someone what's happening. And while, yeah, I told like maybe one or two people because there was, there was other situations going on at the time. It wasn't like something I could talk about. It wasn't something I would people would say hey how are you like my fucking amazing incredible beautiful friends and I wouldn't tell them and the journey from there to to now whereas I literally sat down with my friend yesterday and told her some shit that was going on and I was like she's like you're so calm about it she's like I didn't almost didn't know how to respond because you were so calm and so grounded and felt so empowered and I was like yeah I know this is new for me too (laughs) this is actually new for me too I'm still I'm still calibrating to what this level of empowered vulnerability feels like to me. But it's cool. <laughs>
the journey from that person to today <laughs> is a, a, a massive part of this vulnerability piece is the feeling and this may be different for you as well so just this is my experience and and while I teach vulnerability is like a whole holistic like there's a lot of different moving parts this is m- the majority of my experience was in this in this area so it's not for it's not everyone's experience but it was mine and I can I can confidently say like yeah there was a lot of moving pieces but this is one of the most important that I want to speak to because y'all don't want to be here for two hours so <laughs> The piece that I was working on end of, I'd say midway through last year, really started looking, okay, what, why do I not tell people things? Why am I not being vulnerable? Why is this stopping me from holding my clients? Why is this stopping me from feeling empowered to, to hold people in a really safe space and also for myself? What is that? What, what is that piece? And working with a coach, I looked at she opened up and shared something with me and I just like I cracked (laughs) these cracking moments are amazing and my kinesiologist when she cracks me sometimes and I start tearing up and she's like yes I've done it (laughs) and and she's the fucking best human but she shared something with me and I was like that's it that that is the thing that I've been so afraid of of being of having doing a lot of that inner child and limiting belief work all of that in the past but this was something that I was like oh it makes sense and this was the the part of being a burden of being I perceived that when I was vulnerable with someone when I shared something with someone I was being a burden I was putting something on someone that they didn't want they didn't want to receive they didn't want to hold me and I don't didn't trust they could hold me in that thing key part I didn't trust that they were a safe space or that I trusted myself enough to communicate that with that person that it was a burden and this made so much sense because every time I shared something with someone it felt so heavy it felt so oh and and we know like our beliefs are our truths and if my belief was that I'm a burden when I share vulnerably my actions and my energy and my intention will align with that and I'll feel like a burden and it will feel energy and it will, it will feel like heaviness for the other person as well and yeah <laughs> I'm just taking a breath for myself but looking at the vulnerability around being a burden it was like oh okay if I'm a burden if I if I she was literally like this was terrifying at the time she was like what if I just asked you to become the fucking burden like what if I actually asked you to become the biggest burden on everyone in your life and actually see how that feels and I was like holy fucking shit but doing doing that work and and knowing that I'm not the human being and, and the, if you're conscious and aware as much as you possibly can, you're always doing the best you can with the tools you have. Becoming a burden was not, in that way, was not going to, I was not going to allow that to happen. I was not going to become the burden and have this, you know, heaviness and leave people feeling worse than when they 
than when they first encountered me because that's not how I want to run my life. And doing this work around integrating from the healthiest level the shadow around being a burden was some of the most healing work I ever did in my life. That's literally when I started this podcast. That's when I started taking on mindset mindset and self-development only clients. That's when I started really starting to expand into what I wanted to talk to and, and sharing more of my my actual story that I was so afraid of um, bonding over other people's wounds with and, and disempowering them. So by, by being vulnerable, that I would connect with someone's wounds and that's why they would want to work with me rather than from speaking empowered in an empowered, vulnerable way that shows them where I am now and how powerful that is and then talk about my journey like that. And so I saw, I was like, wow, that actually just comes from a deep place of care. (laughs) That comes from a deep place of care for my clients, for my audience, for people in my life. But the burden piece, that's me wanting to survive and being really honest with myself. And that's how I perceived myself. I I couldn't change the past. I couldn't change anything. What I could change was my response and how I started to become the biggest, most beautiful burden anyone had ever seen. And by doing that, it allowed me to become so incredibly vulnerable and become so empowered and grounded in what I was able to share with people (laughs) and the healing that was around that. And I was like, I think I might cry on this episode, but I can feel the tears. I, I knew when I started coaching that vulnerability would be a really key part in what I was trying to teach because we we teach and we're so we're so embodied <laughs> and we're so we can only teach from what we have been through so deeply ourselves like a, an athlete runs a marathon because they run fucking every day for years and years they practice that and that's where they put the energy and for me, it was not a marathon. I hate running, but <laughs> it, it has been this piece around finding inner power and groundedness and, and just inner peace through being the most vulnerable fucking human being I can possibly be from an empowered place. And just knowing and over the last, especially the last month, I have had some incre- some of the most vulnerable conversations I've ever had in my entire life. And some of these conversations have literally left me, I'm like, this is why I'm here. This is why I'm here on this planet. This is why I'm here to do this work. And this is why I need to stay committed to my course of being more vulnerable because some of... <laughs> I'm just sitting in my office, just like about to bore, but some of those conversations were like, it's just, you talk to people about the impact that you're actually creating in people's lives and what that actually meant for them. And like, not just clients, but, but, but audience and, and friends and just, (laughs) literally like it gives you that power and evidence that what you have been working so hard to do and has been so scary and been so 
<laughs> just like your last work comes to this point where you go wow I actually just <laughs> I actually get to be this person for other people and show them the <laughs> I get to show them the the, the power and being so connected and having a, a, the deepest relationship with yourself and the deepest relationship with people in your life and just how people the people in your life are there and they want to support you and you get to you get to be worthy and deserving of receiving all of that whether you're strong and whether you hold people and whether you choose to be that person that that holds everyone together and equally when you're the person that falls apart <laughs> these are all happy tears <laughs> these are all actually just happy tears <laughs> because even just being just being able to speak about this and being able to just fucking bore my eyes out on this podcast like that is it's kind of what I'm here to do and it feels weird to say but there is so much evidence for me behind the the level of fulfillment the level of joy the level of genuine connection and what I'm here to do the connection to purpose to connection to self connection to the people in my fucking life like that all came and I can all narrow it down to becoming more vulnerable and more open worthiness deserving receiving abundance love opportunities everything comes from being vulnerable not only in your pain but also in your power being vulnerable in the incredible person that you are and being so unfucking forgiving (laughs) unforgiving and relentless becoming the most authentic version of yourself takes vulnerability it takes vulnerability to be seen in your power and in your light and in your authentic self and to speak from that place to speak from your truth to speak from to be honest with yourself and with others about what is actually going on whether that's a shit show or whether it's you're fucking killing it at life and that's where I'm going to leave today's episode. <laughs> I'm, I want to talk more about this because this is, I feel like this has kind of just been like more of my story and what I'm wanting to speak into. But there are so many ways in which you can build internal safety and build the power in becoming the most vulnerable version of yourself to increase those levels of fulfillment and joy and everything else in connection with life with life to feel alive to feel is to be alive and I want to open up some more space on this podcast for that because this is a really really powerful conversation to have and I just know that when people have done this for me when I've put myself in those spaces what that has done for me and I know that's what this is going to do for for you or for someone else in your life that needs to hear this that needs to hear that it's safe to be vulnerable, it's safe to be loved, and the more vulnerable you are, the better life gets. The truly the better life gets. So I'm going to leave it there. Share this with a friend if you feel like it would empower them. 
to become the most vulnerable version of yourself and for you as well. Have a beautiful day and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the On The Fucking Vibe podcast. Hope you're having a absolute vibey day after listening to that chat, that teaching or whatever that podcast was. If I would absolutely love if you could tag me, share your takeaways, DM me your realizations. If anything has come up for you, I would absolutely love to hear from you. And I've popped all the ways to work with me in the show notes or if I have a guest, I'll pop them in the show notes as well. If you have any questions, always jump in my DMs. I love a chat and hope you have an absolute fucking on the vibe day. Artlist.io Music